What's up, Lounge Gang? It's your boy Brad Starks here in the Roto Lounge. Going to have some reactions of the NFL Combine. It's actually Wednesday morning following the Combine. I've been unable to record uh, over the weekend and at night, so I'm recording Wednesday morning. And I don't have a drink with me as, as much as I love bourbon whiskey and my cocktails. Do not have a cocktail this early. It's, it's time to go to work after I record this. So I just wanted to drop some of my opinions and reactions from the NFL Combine. And we'll do that right now. But if you're at home in your place of comfort and you want a drink or a cocktail, go ahead and get that. I'll pull up the Combine results and we'll just kind of talk about what I saw, what I think is going to happen for our dynasty drafts, and where we go from here. So, be back in a sec. All right, hopefully you got uh, your beverage of choice, you're relaxing. Hopefully I can put about 20-30 minutes worth of reactions from the NFL Combine and kind of help you understand uh, what we have here. Now, I am going to get into some individual uh, results. I'm going to talk about, well, I'll release some podcasts on individual result, individual players. Uh, we'll do that. We do that every year to get us ready for our dynasty drafts and who we want to target this year to help us on our quest to win that fantasy championship. Let's go ahead and start with quarterbacks. The biggest takeaway for me is Bryce Young. Okay. Bryce Young did not want to test uh, at the NFL Combine. And how can you blame him? How can you blame him? When, when the surrounding quarterbacks that he's going against are, you talk about Will Levis, six foot four, Anthony Richardson, six foot four, uh, CJ Stroud, six foot three, uh, and then Bryce Young comes in at five foot ten. Listen, I know, I know that Bryce Young was a great high school quarterback, and I know, I know that Bryce Young was a great college quarterback at Alabama. But five foot ten, I just don't think it's going to work at the NFL level. It might work at the XFL. It might work at the USFL. It might work in college. Five foot ten at the NFL, I just don't see how it's going to work. And there's several reasons why, right? First of all, you have huge offensive linemen and huge defensive linemen that are going to be sticking their arms up to block passes. And a lot of the reasons these small quarterbacks don't pan out is because they can't get the the ball over the line of scrimmage as often as they should because the defensive linemen are are bigger than them, right? You want a quarterback that's going to stand up, see over the line of scrimmage, see over everything, even defensive linemen jumping and sticking their arms up. And then, okay, if he breaks containment, he's got huge linebackers, defensive ends, racing him to the end, to the, uh, you know, to the sidelines. I just don't think 5'10 is going to cut it. Um, and, and, you know, he says, well, I, I, I know what I bring to the table. Well, we know what you bring to the table. Yes, you had a great college career, a Heisman Trophy winning college career. But five foot ten is very short to be not only an NFL quarterback, but a long-term NFL quarterback, right? If you talk about him being the number one quarterback in this class, you're talking about a quarterback that's going to make it in the NFL for 10 years, right? That's what teams are betting on, that he can make it for 10 years. I just don't see it. He was my QB1 before the draft, but after watching Stroud and Anthony Richardson and even Will Levis, who I don't think Will Levis is a better quarterback than Bryce Young, but he, he brings the size. He's going to bring the durability. Um, you know, the things that Bryce Young can't necessarily guarantee, 
he's going to bring to the table, right? I mean, we've seen Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, he's bigger than than um, than Bryce Young. Um, you know, he's had some injuries, not only with his hit, his head, but with his hip and and some other injuries. And you know, if you have Bryce Young at your number one quarterback, that's that's fine. Do your evaluation process, but. I don't. I can't see him going as the top quarterback anymore after seeing the, the other quarterbacks um, prepare for the draft. Uh, so he's going to drop down my board. Um, and also, you want to see, you know, Kyler Murray. He he's smaller, but Kyler Murray's super fast. Got a much stronger arm. And again, there's a lot of concerns about Kyler Murray right now, right? Uh, he is no longer the fantasy darling uh, in the NFL or in fantasy circles. Um, so we we can't make a comparison. We'll you know, Kyler Murray's small or, or Drew Brees is small or, you know, those are outliers. So if we're going to say, okay, well, Bryce Young is going to be an outlier. You know, I, I don't see the elite trait that he has that's going to help him become an outlier. Not super speed, not super arm. Um, maybe uh, a su- have super leadership skills. Uh, but, but you know, that, that's, that's going to be a lot to overcome for me. So he's dropping down my board. Uh, but the big winner for me was Anthony Richardson. And, and I know there's a lot of people uh, pro Richardson and against Richardson. Uh, but the bottom line is, dude is an athlete, right? He came in at 6'4", 244 pounds, bigger than Cam Newton, bigger than Cam Newton. Uh, I don't know exact numbers, but I think he had the highest vertical jump of any quarterback at the combine at 40 inches. Uh, one of the fastest 40s at 4.43. Incredible athleticism. Uh, Anthony Richardson, he, he's got an arm, can throw the ball 80 yards. Uh, does he need work as a passer? Absolutely, he does. He he is not well-developed. You know, and there's going to be people that say, well, why didn't he start? Why didn't he do this? Let's save all that for when I do the individual breakdown of Anthony Richardson. But what I'm saying is when I look at the combine, what he brought to the combine, I don't see why an NFL team can't take him number one overall and treat him like Cam Newton was treated. The Bears revamped their offense last year to mimic what the Panthers did with Cam Newton for Justin Fields. And we saw Justin Fields go from a potential bust in some circles to a potential star because the offense was built around him running and throwing the football. There's no reason in my mind, again, I'm not a professional scout, there's no reason in my mind that the Houston Texans shouldn't move up to number one and draft Anthony Richardson and just let him play. What do they have? They have no team. What do they have to lose? They have no running back. Their receivers are bad. They're no tight end offense. Nothing's good about the Texans, right? They could bring Anthony Richardson in, get the fans excited about him. Yes, by the time they build the team, it's going to be ready for a new contract for him. But you'll put people in the seats. He's going to score fantasy points. I don't see why Anthony Richardson isn't the best quarterback in this class. He's not the best passer in this class. Uh, he has the highest ceiling. I don't necessarily think he has the lowest floor. I think Bryce Young probably has the lowest floor due to his size. Or Will Levis, based on where he's going to be drafted. Uh, and we'll talk about him in a minute. But to me, Anthony Richardson is an absolute beast. The NFL is evolving as a league, right? What have you done for me lately? We see this trend moving, right? Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, these mobile quarterbacks that can throw the football. Yes, he's not the he's not the best passer right now. But he's he's young. 
bring him into a, a team that will work with him, get him a quarterback coach, get him the reps. He needs those reps. He needs to throw the ball two, three, four hundred times uh, against NFL defenses to really understand how to be a quarterback. And, you know, a team like Houston, they have plenty of time. They have plenty of time uh, to let him do that. So he's my top quarterback now after the NFL Combine. C.J. Stroud put on a clinic as excuse me, as far as passing, right? C.J. Stroud is a great passer. He doesn't offer much for his rushing ability, and I think that technically, in my book, would knock him down a little bit because you want your quarterback to be able to move around in the pocket, run if he needs to, uh, but also throw the ball and get it where it needs to be downfield. And while C.J. Stroud, I think, is a great passer, I think he lacks a little bit in that uh, that athleticism. Um, and we'll go into his breakdown when I do the individual uh, podcast. But right now, I if I were to rank right now, I'd have Anthony Richardson 1, C.J. Stroud number 2. And then probably Will Levis number 3. But, you know, Will Levis has also got red flags. You know, he's coming to the combine and keeps saying, oh, I got a cannon of an arm. I can get it done in NFL. I got a cannon of an arm. He just continues to talk about his arm, which is great, which is great, right? It's great to have a cannon of an arm, but you need to have a lot more than that uh, to to be successful at the NFL level. Um, when I was watching his drills, it seemed like when he was throwing to the left, he couldn't get his hips turned quick enough. Um, and this is in shorts. Uh, so if I go back to the film and see that you know he's struggling to throw to his left, uh, in real games, that's going to be a concern for me. He needs some work. He needs a lot of work as well. Uh, big guy, imposing, big arm, shown some athletic ability as far as running the football. Um, but again, I don't think anyone in this class compares to what Anthony Richardson can bring to the table once he puts it all together. Uh, the same thing I said about Justin Fields. Once Justin Fields puts it all together, you know, you're going to be talking about him in the same breath as Josh Allen, the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Anthony Richardson, I believe, is the same way much more raw than Justin Fields was. Um, I wouldn't even say he is probably in the same class as Justin Fields was coming out. I think Justin Fields was in a tier as an elite quarterback prospect all around, running and passing. Uh, but the traits that Anthony Richardson brings to the table are, are very impressive and can be impactful at the NFL level. And I think a team is going to realize that and want to take a shot on that. So I might be wild here, but plant my flag here. I think Anthony Richardson uh, deserves to be the, the first quarterback taken this year in the NFL draft due to what he can bring in two to three years at the NFL level. And then another uh, surprise to me was Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett came in 5'11", 192, a little bit bigger than Bryce Young. He's a, he's a winner as well, right? We talk about that. A lot of people are, are you know shitting on Stetson Bennett, but we know he's mobile. Right, uh, I think the miles per hour he threw the ball as hard as Will Levis, who brags about his cannon arm. Um, so that was pretty impressive. Uh, so surprisingly, I think Stetson Bennett could come in and really surprise a lot of people, uh, similar to what Brock Purdy did. I wouldn't even be shocked if Stetson Bennett could start for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year. Uh, I think he's better than Kyle Trask. Uh, I think he's better than probably some NFL quarterbacks now uh, because he's been around a professional uh establishment at Georgia. He's won. Um, you know, he knows what it takes to win. Uh, he's a leader. Uh, so if you're in a super flex league and, and it's, you know, two quarterbacks and, and let's just say some reason he has fallen and people laugh at him and you're in like the fourth round or something. And, and you're like, what do I do with this pick? Nobody can, nobody wants to trade or get out. Look at Stetson Bennett. 
and just stash him. I mean, I've seen way worse quarterbacks stashed on, on rosters in Superflex leagues than potentially what Stetson Bennett could be, especially if your draft is before he's drafted uh, to the NFL because he could go to a franchise where he could potentially split time. Um, you know, he is on the shorter side, right? If he was six foot, you know, two or something like that, it'd be much better. But he's a smaller guy. But again, he's not going to cost you a lot uh, like Bryce Young would. And, and you can kind of stash him for, for a while. That's pretty much it for as far as quarterbacks. Uh, let's talk about wide receivers real quick. Just some takeaways. Um, Kayshawn Boutte. Listen, when I saw Kayshawn Boutte, it looks like he's never lifted a weight in his life. Uh, I mean, I think my arms might be a little more muscular. And it's the same thing I said about Traylon Burks. And it just makes me think, like, have these guys been just gifted uh, through their lives and have not had to really prepare uh, for their competition? You know, and there's some off-the-field concerns about Boutte, you know, why he wasn't playing and things like that. And maybe it's because he didn't show up for the weight room. Maybe it's because, you know, he didn't put the preparation in that uh, that uh, some of the other players did or, or someone at his caliber was expected to do. Um, and he comes out and he runs a 4'5". 5'11", 195 pounds and runs a 4'5". I mean, that is just bad. Very bad. Um, again, on the field he wins. But he's going to need to put in some preparation, and he's going to have to put in you know, some work. You know, Traylon Burks, at least he can come in and outrun people. Um, you know, I don't think that Kayshawn is going to outrun anybody at 4-5, you know, unless he's playing the Texans or, or something like that. Now, he could be, he could be a, a decent wide receiver once he kind of uh, develops. He could be one of those third-year breakout-type wide receivers because he has the talent. He's just going to need um, the reps again. And, uh, you know, he's falling down my draft boards for sure. Uh, falling down my draft boards. And, uh, you know, we'll consider him now in the second round, maybe even third round of uh, rookie drafts. Who else was a winner or a loser? Um, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers came in at 5'9", 182, ran a 4'4", 2. You know, a lot of people were, were hyping Zay Flowers. They thought he was much faster than a 4'4", 2. His 5'9", likely eliminates him um and we'll get into this, but but my rookie model uh, shows us that there's not very many five foot nine wide receivers that make it in the NFL. Uh, you look at there might be a few. Wes Welker was an outlier, undrafted free agent. I think he was five foot eight. Uh, Tyreek Hill, another outlier, runs a four two forty, six round pick, went from school to school. Um, there was another five foot nine, like one other five foot nine uh, wide receiver, but the rest, the rest all bombed. So Zay Flowers is going to have to be an outlier. Um, in any five foot nine wide receiver is going to have to be an outlier, right? And this is why when you hype uh, the Josh Downses and the Zay Flowers and um, you know some of these other wide receivers that come out, yes, they may come out in the NFL and surprise some people and have some good games or score some touchdowns. Um, but you know we're talking about longevity in dynasty. We're not talking about one year. We're talking about longevity. So these smaller receivers, you know, after a while they start to get film on them. They seem to be one dimensional. Um, and again, I'm not saying that's Zay Flowers. However, his size is not impressive to me, and his speed to go along with the five foot nine, 182 pound at a four four two. That's not impressive to me. Um, you know, maybe he was impressive at Boston College, you know, going against the competition that they faced. But now he's going to be going against defensive backs that are four fours and linebackers that are four fours. Um, 
you know. So and he's going to be getting hit by by Mack trucks daily. So Zay Flowers is dropping down my my rankings as well. But a winner, a big winner on my board is Marvin Mims. Um, love Marvin Mims, and I'm gonna going to be talking about him quite a bit this off season. Came in and weighed bigger than Zay Jones at 5'11". Uh, came in at 183, which is one pound heavier than Zay Flowers, and he ran a 4.38. Right, so he's bigger, heavier, faster than Zay Jones, and a lot of people. Are, are not talking about Marvin Mims, um, but all he's done is he went to Oklahoma. He lost one of the best coaches in the nation and the Heisman-winning trophy quarterback, stayed at Oklahoma, still produced, came out as a junior, um, and that shows a lot for what he brings to the table. So Marvin Mims was a winner on my book, and I really love him. And he's going to make a run at, at quarterback or wide receiver one, two, or three. It's hard to say he's wide receiver one. You know, you got Jordan Addison and, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, but he's definitely going to compete with those wide receivers for me. And speaking of Jackson Smith and Jigba, he went out there and pressed. And a lot of uh, the things that I read on Twitter were that he wasn't athletic or people felt he wasn't athletic. Dude just went to the combine and became one of the most athletic players at his position ever. Like the 99th percentile of athleticism. Like, what are we even watching when people are sitting here telling us he's not even athletic? No, he didn't run the 40-yard dash, right? But he did the broad jump. He did the vert. He did the three-cone. But Jackson Smith and Jigbo was one of the most dynamic players in the draft. Uh, He's going to run his 40 at his combine, but I have no worries about him at the NFL level. You know, he he could be a little bigger. We'd like to see him a little bigger, but... um, you know he has proven that uh, that he can do it at the college level, and I believe at at his height and weight isn't going to really affect him um, too much at the NFL level. Um, and uh, an, another player that uh, that I was kind of keep my eye on was uh, Quentin Johnston. Uh, Quentin Johnston only measuring at like six two and a half. Uh, some people thought he was six four six five. Came in at 208. Some people thought he was 225. Didn't run the 40. You know, there are questions about his long speed. How fast is he? Uh, But he did show some explosiveness. Um, I believe he had uh, a very good vert and a very good broad. So he does show uh, versatility and explosiveness there. But, you know, back to the film room to kind of see how that translates uh, now that, you know, he's playing the competition of the Kansas State's um, you know, in, in those those type of competition where maybe it made him look faster than he actually was or made him look bigger than he actually was. Uh, so we got to go back to that and then understand that that has to translate to the NFL. And this is why some of these players that look great against these schools don't translate to the NFL because it's such inferior competition. It makes them look so much bigger, faster, you know, and more talented than they actually are. Um, so, you know, does that translate and, and we'll break that down, um, so that you can, you know, hear my, my side of what I think is going to happen there. Jalen Hyatt, he was fast. Um, I don't think there's much left to take away, uh, from the, from the wide receiver group that, that, you know, you would think that was exciting. Um, but, um, we'll move on to running backs, um, Bijan was the talk. 
Uh, you know, there was people again on Twitter saying he was a five, four, five, two. I mean, be careful who you listen to and who you trust, right? Um, the, and the one thing is that Bijan Robinson could not be elite and a star in who he was if he was running a four, five, two, right? You're just not that good if you're running a four, five, two. He had to be faster, more electric than than the tape showed, or else he wouldn't have been the superstar that he is. Came in, ran a four four six. I actually predicted a four four eight. Uh, and at the combine, his first run was a four four eight, and his second was a four four seven. But his official time was a four four six. More than good enough uh, to be who we thought he was. Just an absolute beast of a running back. Um, still number one um, in, in my book. Number two, uh, Jameer Gibbs came in smaller than I was hoping for. Came in, I think, at 5'9", no, 5'11", 199. Um, so there go the comps of the Dalvin Cooks and the Christian McCaffreys um, and some of these other running backs way below what Alvin Kamara is. Um, now he looks more like a C.J. Spiller type running back um and when you hear the name cj spiller it gives you pause because cj was was an nfl bust by standards uh i've kind of looked into what cj spiller did and the reason why he didn't maybe pan out and i'll talk about all that when i break down jameer gibbs um but he ran like a four three seven forty four i mean super fast super explosive um i still think he can get it done at five nine um yeah five nine one ninety nine um doesn't drop for me necessarily, um, but is not as exciting as originally thought. Another one was Devin A. Chain came in and ran a uh, four three two, I believe. Uh, came in at five foot eight and a half, hundred eight pounds. It's kind of small. Uh, we'll get some comps for him. Um, didn't disappoint. Um, Tank Bigsby came in, ran a I think four five six. Uh, maybe a little um, quicker than that. Uh, Chase Brown was a big surprise. Uh, five foot nine, two hundred nine pounds. I think he ran a four four or something. Uh, Zach Charbonnet came in a, pretty much what I thought he was going to run four five five, four five six. Um, to me, he reminds me of James Conner. He's getting a lot of better, much better hype than that. Um, so I'm going to go back to the film room and, and see. But you know, to me, I think he is who. Uh, who I thought he was, um, and I'll go back and kind of see if there's anything that I'm, I may have missed on, on Charbonnet. Zach Evans, I don't think he ran 5'11", 202. We like to see him bigger than that. Um, he definitely plays bigger than that. Um, back to the tape on him. Roshan Johnson came in very slow. I think ran a 4'6", something. Um, very quick, though, and is on his three-cone and split. Uh, very quick so he's quicker than fast and that's probably why he made people miss and he looked more productive than he was um that's going to be harder to do at the nfl level um because everybody's quick twitch at the nfl level um so you know a lot of people are hyping roshan johnson myself probably not as much uh Dwayne mcbride didn't run measuring at 510 209 again like to see the backs bigger than that um but it's not a killer for him he'll run at his pro day Keandre Miller didn't run either, 5'11", 215. We like to see that weight, that height, um, you know, pound for pound. Uh, that's that's a good that's a good uh, showing there, but but he didn't do any of the drills, I don't believe. He didn't run. I'll, I'll look to see if he did any of the drills. Uh, let's see. Tajay Spears looked good, 5'10", 201 pounds. Again, we'll break him down. 
Sean Tucker didn't run. Five foot nine, two oh seven. We'll break him down. So I think that's pretty much it as far as the running backs and then tight ends. That's a whole nother whole nother animal. Um, we'll see where they get drafted, um, and then I'll start breaking down because I really like to see tight ends that can block. That is important to me. It's not important to everybody, but it's important to me. Um, you know, some guys that really um, look good. Dalton Kincaid didn't run, uh, but he measured at 6'3", 246. Uh, Tucker Kraft out of South Dakota, um, six six foot two fifty four. I think that's what it is. Um, or 6'5", 254. Zach Kuntz, 6'7", 255. Or Zach Kuntz, uh, however you want to pronounce that. You know, he was uh, very athletic at the combine, but that doesn't really translate to film. I've seen some of that. He's not that electric on film. Uh, Sam Laporta, surprising, uh, 6'3", 245. I'm going to go back to his tape for sure. Coming from Iowa, Iowa definitely puts out a lot of good tight ends with TJ Hawkinson. Uh, George Kittle and, and Noah Fan, who hasn't really lived up to his potential, but Sam Laporta is somebody I'm going to keep my eye on. Look at his film. Will Mallory from Miami could be a sleeper, 6'4, 239. Uh, I think he ran a 4'5'4. Four, four. Michael Mayer, 6'4, 249, ran a 4'70. Uh, talked to some of the patrons in the Discord about him. I'm, I'm a little soured on him. I, I was hoping that he would just kind of rock the combine um but if he's just going to be a solid tight end um back to the film room let's see what he brings um, to the table luke musgrave 6'6 253 461 um and then the guy that everybody wanted to see darnell washington you know i thought he was six foot eight and i thought he ran a four five uh came in at six foot six ran a four six four uh so not the beast that i thought he was going to be or the 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 tight end that was going to change the landscape of the NFL future. Uh, he basically tested like Mercedes Lewis, uh, so that's who we could be getting is uh, and Darnell Washington is Mercedes Lewis. So that's pretty much all I have. Um, just a quick quick podcast. Let you know my thoughts. Uh, you know I, I bring the hot takes, um, but it's not clickbait. It's it's where I plant my flag. It's where I stand. Uh, so anything that I post on Twitter, anything I say, I back it 100%. Um, it's not just to get people riled up. Uh, these are my actual beliefs, and as crazy as they may seem at the time or turn out to be, um, you know, th- these are my beliefs, and, and from the years that I've kind of evaluated is, is how I feel. So, you know, you don't always have to be consensus, right? Consensus, I, we're not going to follow just what everybody else says. We're going to create our own opinions. And I encourage you to do the same. Don't just listen to what I say. Listen to you know several evaluators, analysts, what they think, and uh, see how that paints a picture of these prospects and gets you ready for your dynasty drafts. Uh, next time you hear from me, I'll be breaking down individual players and uh, what they might bring to our dynasty team. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, get the alerts whenever uh, I release a new one. And uh, we'll get you ready, okay? So I don't have a cocktail or a drink with me now, but uh, hopefully if you do, uh, it went down smooth and you got something from this podcast that can help. Uh, Until next time, this has been your boy Brad Starks. Cheers. Cheers.